It's crunch time. Stay tuned to listen to your hosts, Saskia and Alicia, rate your favorite crunchy snacks. Welcome back to <laughs> It's Crunch Time. It's Crunch Time with Saskia and Alicia. And I just randomly decided I'm going to start calling our listeners our chippers. I because love it. <laughs> Why not? It needs to happen. Yeah. So today we're going to do something a little bit different and talk about some history of potato chips. Woo! We're back at school. Alicia's been doing a lot of research this week. Yep. And she's really going to carry this episode with all this amazing research she did on the history of chips. It was nothing, really. (laughs) Shout out to Mika with the great suggestion having the history of chips because we are so here for it. Oh, as soon as I heard it, it was like, it needs to happen. Yeah. And then we're going to try some super random Flavors of Lay's that I randomly found on my Dono Ray's expedition, grabbing some fresh produce from the local store. So that's going to be really exciting for us. Yeah. They're really weird. I promise you guys, you'll love it. I'm already excited. Okay. Well, let's just jump into some cool stuff on how potato chips became the snack that we love today. Uh, Not sure if anyone's heard of William Kitchener, but maybe you have. He was alive from 1775 to like 1827, so that was back there. Yeah. And he was an optician, which means you're like a physicist, but you deal with like light and how it behaves and its properties and things like that. Specialized in that, and he invented some telescopes, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about that? (laughs) Let's get to the chip part. He was also a celebrity chef. Cool. Being a celebrity chef in the 1800s, like... Yeah, it was pretty... Were there many celebrity chefs back in the day? I don't know. I just know that he used to, like, have... I read he would have these dinner parties and have all these really interesting famous people over and they would if you were invited to one of his dinner parties you were like you'd made it the coolest of the cool (laughs) you were pretty cool damn so then he wrote this a cookbook and called it the cook's oracle which published in 1822 and in this book it had the earliest known recipe for what we know today as chips but he called them potatoes fried in shavings or slices wow so catchy so catchy. <laughs> He's probably like hand like slicing yeah. them. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was really interesting. Okay, that's all fine and dandy. That was the first one. But then I was doing some research and didn't know that there's a Canadian Snack Food Association. What? Yeah, found this and was How like... How do I get a job there? <laughs> so it's actually, it's this nonprofit of all of these like chip and snack companies that come together and basically just want snacks to prosper for Canada. It's kind of awesome. That's pretty cool. It was cool, but I found a very enthralling story on how chips came to be. So it started in 1853. A guy named George Crumb was a chef. George Crumb? (laughs) Really? I did not put that pun together. (laughs) That is too funny. Yeah, George Crumb. He was destined to be a snack creator (laughs) you can't make this stuff up 
So he was a chef at, again, a fancy restaurant in Saratoga Springs in New York. And they had fries on their menu. Like, you know, thick cut, like home style fries. Like mm-hmm. the ones that nobody really likes, but they're, they're just They're really there. good for poutine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're good for poutine, but I prefer the string fries, but to each their own. Anyways, apparently one patron of his restaurant complained that they were way too thick. So he's like, okay. So he remakes some fries, like literally cuts and fries them right there, right? Right away. And the guest complains again, even though he made them thinner. So he's like kind of getting annoyed. Mm -hmm. So he's angry and he wants to annoy this guest. And anyone who's worked in a restaurant knows what it's like when the chef gets mad. (laughs) It's not... You don't want to be in the kitchen. No. <laughs> so I was just picturing it in my head. I'm like, as a server, I would like run away. I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets mad and he wants to annoy this guy. So he cuts the fries so thin and fries them so that you couldn't even like stick a fork in them. Right? So think of like a potato chip. Yeah. And then he sends them out and his plan backfired because the guy was like, these are amazing and I love them. Wow. <laughs> it was just meant to be that he... <laughs> created a chip seriously and it was like a thing like it became on their menu people would like travel there to try the they were called saratoga chips a house specialty more catchy than potato shavings (laughs) or whatever the other guy called them didn't love that name no did not love that name but it was like 1822 yeah i don't know okay so crumb was like i am a genius and opened up his own restaurant and Eventually, he was serving, again, like, very wealthy people. Like, I was reading the list of names, and the only one I recognized was the last name Hilton, like, all the way back Mm. then, right? And, yeah, people are coming, eating his chips. They love them. They were kind of like a dinner. Like, even when they gained popularity for years to come, people would only eat them as, like, a dinner thing because they're thinking, like, potatoes. Right. So would they still have them as a side, like a... Like fries or a side? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but just just dinner, nothing else. So, okay, his restaurant closed down in 1890, and apparently a ton of people right away had this idea to start selling these chips in grocery stores. And so the first guy they think to really, like, take off with it, uh, who was he? His name was William Tappenden from Cleveland, Ohio. And so this is, like, 1895, and he was making chips in his kitchen and then, like, taking them to, to stores in his neighborhood and his area. But then he converted a barn in his backyard into one of the first ever potato chip factories in America. That's so cool. Yeah. So, and obviously these are, like, a really specialty item because, you know, they don't have, like... Um, when was it? In the 1920s. That's when the mechanical potato peeler was invented. Game changer. Yeah. So before that, they're like suffering. Like it was like tedious yeah. work to I shave these potatoes. imagine life without chips every day. <laughs> so anyways, the mechanical potato peeler comes around, peels the way for potato chips to become a top selling snack food. And then, yeah, I, this is another interesting fact in the U.S., uh, chip sales, Gross about $6 billion every year. Holy. <laughs> People love their chips. Oh, and we are <laughs> two of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's some chip history for y'all. I thought it was quite, that's quite really interesting. interesting. I, I didn't know that it would have gone 
so far back to the 1800s. Me neither. You know. Yeah, 1822. That's when the first recipe, they think that the first recipe ever. Wow. In a cookbook called The Cook's Oracle. Like, what a baller name for a cookbook. Oh, it really is. They're like, not only do we have a baller cookbook name, but we also basically invented chips. (laughs) Just a star. Yeah. Thank you, William Kitchener. And thank you to George Crumb. Big thanks to George Crumb. Actually, maybe even bigger thanks Mm. to the awful patron he had that kept sending back the french fries. Because if everyone was polite, chips would not have been discovered, maybe, in that that way. This is why it's okay to send food back at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Servers everywhere are like, don't. Don't say that. (laughs) Yeah, don't say that. But, you know, you got to get what you want. I got most of that information from the Canadian Snack Food Association. And I got the William Kitchener information from Wikipedia. They cite their sources, so don't hate on me. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading a little bit on some chip research that's been going on. So maybe in some episodes, we'll bring some of that in and talk about that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, a little food science. Some food science. Let's taste these random Let's taste chips. Them. I'm really excited. You guys. So Ugh. Alicia picked these up from Dono Ray's, like she mentioned. And I think that they are from India. Mm. PepsiCo India. Ah, okay. Is the address on the back. So so which do we want to try first? I you guys. This one is called Flirty Tomato Tango. And a part of me was like is this different than ketchup or is this like them just trying to be clever or is this like a language thing? Like what is happening? Yeah. Because on the bag, there is a picture of obviously tomato slices, but also like a red chili and Mm -hmm. garlic. And is that a green chili or is that just the tomato vine? I think that's the top of the tomato. So it seems like it's going to be like spicy Mm. garlicky tomato and it is i guess it is flirty like the woman on the cover is on the chip bag is seductively biting Biting her her lip lip. (laughs) oh oh and they smell good oh yeah the most important part the most important part they are they have ridges on them they're like ruffles yeah which you don't find often with lays lays are usually like your classic I think in our first episode we gave it like the thickness was like a mm. one. This okay. is this is like a three. Put it in your mouth. It's amazing. It's so mm. good. It's way I think, oh my God. flirty is a really good way to describe it for some reason. Oh. It it is kind of flirty in your mouth. It's a little Ooh. It's like a little like, bit tangy almost. It's not spicy. I would not say they're spicy. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. yeah, tangy. That is a Tango. good Tango. There we go. Oh my gosh. It's delicious. Yeah, I like these. Mmm. Wow. And it tastes like ethnic almost. Mm-hmm. It mm. definitely doesn't taste like a ketchup chip. No, no, no. Mm-mm. It truly does taste tomato. Yes. Plus, yeah. you know, maybe the little... Like, I, don't, I don't get a lot of the red chili. Mmm. No. But there is garlic. something. Yeah, you get the garlic. Actually, aftertaste, you do get a little bit more of a kick than immediate. Yeah. Mmm, that okay. is so good. Oh, crunchiness. Lays, you are stepping it up on this episode. 
<laughs> yeah. They're they're pretty crunchy. They are. They are. Yeah. They're I no would kettle chip. But... No. I mean, I would give like a three at least. Like maybe yeah. even a four, but I think I'll stick with I'm, a three. I was so surprised for a Lay's, but you're right. I think it does need to be a three just because a four seems too high. Yeah. Saltiness. Mm. I think they're like a perfect saltiness yeah. for me. It you have the flavor of the chip, but you don't have like that too much salt in your mouth. Yeah, I don't like. I could eat this whole bag easily. Mind you, it's only like it's a, a little bag, it's really but... Much, but I could eat the whole thing, and I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, my tongue hurts, like, or mm-hmm. or be like, oh, I'm so dehydrated, that was too salty. I'm gonna give it a three. Like, it's a it's perfect. It's a solid middle yeah. round flavor. Yeah, oh my god, I like it. It's a five for me. A I'm five. Like, it's it shocked me. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a four. Okay, okay. I, I, I think do it could really be a little like bit it. better. Not that it could be better, but I'm just not a big tomato fan mm, in general. Okay. So I think that's maybe what. So like in my mind, I'm thinking, I can't. There's nothing that I'm not tasting that I'd want to taste. Like that's I can't true. think of anything. It's that not missing chip, anything. Yeah. So yeah. for me, yeah, five for me. Solid. Thickness, yeah, I'd give it, I'd give it a four. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's a good, solid thickness. And mouthfeel, that's a five for me. It was a good that I love feel. the, rid- the oh ridges on it. it. They're different than ruffles. Yeah, ruffles are like wide ridges. Yes. These are yes. like concentrated ridges. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which, again, back to the science. Oh my gosh, yeah, I have to have another one. They... More ridges, more surface area in your mouth. I'm sticking with that claim. Mmm. Oh my god. It's kind of sweet. It is sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where does the sweetness come from? Mm. Maybe maybe that's just the combination of the red chili and garlic or something. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Love them. Okay. Thank you. Flirty tomato tango. Okay, <laughs> next up, we have... The Lay's Max Double X, <laughs> so like super max, mm-hmm. sizzling barbecue flavor. And judging by the package on this one, the ridges look massive. I think <laughs> that's probably why they call it Max with a double <laughs> X. That must be why. It looks like almost comical, the chip. Yeah. It's like so much more pronounced than a ruffle. It. Oh, like a sun we'll, chip? We'll like, post a picture of this to our yeah, Instagram. Of course we will, yeah. It, it is comical. Like, you it guys is. should see it. <laughs> and are these from... Yeah, these are from India as well. All of these are. Awesome. I feel like I've seen these Max brand, like, of yeah. the Lay's or whatever somewhere, but not this flavor. It's super familiar, for sure. But, wow. Check that out. They have yeah. a skewer, like a kebab, mm-hmm. and... There's chips on it, right? Yeah. So they're like saying that they're going to be barbecuing chips. And what is that? Like parsley or cilantro or something? Yeah. I hope it's cilantro. I love cilantro. Oh my gosh. Me too. (laughs) Wow. These are... How do you even like... (laughs) These are fun looking. These are Mac. What? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Oh my God. No. These are much spicier than the other ones. It's like cardboard. Yeah, it... Ugh! No. 
I do mean, not buy these. These might be better if you bought them from the source instead of mm. transporting them because they, they do scale. have like a little bit of, they're missing a little crunch and I think they're old or something. I'm having a really hard time getting any of the flavor over the weird shape and feel of the chip. Yeah. I just get spicy. Okay, crunchiness. Ooh, those do have a bit of a kick Yeah, to these them. are spicy. Ooh. Crunchiness, I'm going to give it like a a one or a two. Like they, it did kind of, you're so right with the cardboard comment. It, it like almost was weird. It maybe was weird. it is like expired I think something. that they might just be a little expired. I'm jumping ahead. It's not a good mouthfeel. No. Like that, no, that style like of chip is like, oh, the ridges are like cutting your mouth. Like yeah, they're, so- they're not nice. <laughs> I don't even want to rate saltiness. Like oh. I don't even know what to say. I have nothing good to say about the flavors. I mean, the flavor does taste like some barbecue chips I've had. Like some intense barbecue flavors sometimes taste similar to this. It's not the kind of barbecue flavor I like, but I have tasted similar in the past. Okay. So what did you say for crunchiness? I gave it like a two. Right. Okay. I'm going to go with a three because I feel like... It's crunchy. Like, I don't love it, but it is, like, crunchy. Yeah. (laughs) And the saltiness, I'm just, I'm not getting any really... I'm going to say a two again. Yeah, it's going to be a one for me. Like, I'm not really getting any... Flavor, I'm giving it a one. Oh, my gosh. I'm not a fan. No, it's not. It's too... It's just too literal barbecue. There's not enough flavor, and what there is... It's just so spicy and, like, smoky almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. And I like smoke. Like, I'm not dissing on smoke. But... Yeah. Oh, no. Thickness. Oh. <laughs> they are They're thick. the thickest chip I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> but this this not... is where I like because crunchiness and thickness, mm. sometimes when you think about it, you're like, oh, that's kind of the same thing. Mm. But it's not. Like, these are thick. But they're not very crunchy. Whereas like a True. kettle chip, oh, I wouldn't no. say is like the thickest no, chip, but yeah. it's crunchy AF. So This is probably the thickest chip I've this ever. This is the thickest. Like I'm giving it's it a, a five. five. Yeah. And the mouthfeel, I don't even want to rate it. It's <laughs> got a, a zero. zero. It's it doesn't zero. even get a one. Like we're you gonna tried. have to <laughs> we're gonna have to pawn these chips off on our boyfriends because they'll eat anything. Thanks for coming out, Max Sizzling Barbecue, but better luck next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be interested to try, because I, like I said, I think I've seen these Max well, ones elsewhere, so, oh, there's macho chili, chili and hot and sour punch. Hot and sour punch? What? So strange, but okay, um, I want to yeah. track those flavors I, down. We should see if we can track them down online, and maybe they'll be, like, more fresh. Like, yeah. who knows how long they've been sitting in Donald Ray's. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Next up. Glaze, calm, cream, and onion flavor. I love how it says flavor. Yeah. Like, it literally says calm, cream, and onion flavor. Yeah, what is calm, cream, and onion flavor? (laughs) And she's the woman on the lens. She's very calm. The other woman was flirty. Seductive. This one's calm. She's just chilling. A smile. Yeah. uh, Okay, so they're the same, same shape ridges as the first one. See, these to me just look like a sour cream and onion chip. Mm-hmm. Mm. I... Oh. But they're... Whoa. 
so much different than regular sour cream and onion. Like at first you think sour cream and onion in your mouth and then it goes, hold up, I ain't done yet. And then you have this new flavor. I think it's cheese. So on the package, mm. they look like a sour cream and onion chip. They have the onion. They have like the chive kind of creamy dip. But then they have a block of cheese on it. And I feel like that's where the other flavor comes it, from. It comes totally from like right. a cheddar, mm. you know, like cheddar chips that are kind of... You're so right. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm tasting. Because mm-hmm. you taste a cheese aspect, mm. but you also taste like the sour cream and onion vibe. Mmm. These are also good. I love these. Yeah. I would crush this bag too. Mm. Crunchiness, I'm giving it a three again. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the same mm-hmm. chip as the first ones. Same with saltiness, like a solid three. Yep. Flavor? I love it. I'm giving it a five again. I'm giving it a five. It's this so is good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not overpowering with the onion. Because sometimes yeah. with the sour cream and onion chips, sometimes you can have like an overpowering onion flavor. Totally. That always lingers in your mouth because that's just what onions do. Yeah, and then you're like sick of it and you don't want to eat anymore. Yeah. But these are like, the cheese has you coming on back for yeah. more. I need, I need another one. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, thickness, I mean, again, it's the same. Yeah. So it's a four. It's a, four. It's a good thickness. It's good for the mouthfeel. It's a five. It's a five, yeah. Okay. So both of the lace, or they're all lace, sorry, but the flirty tomato and the calm cream and onion, they scored exactly the same. Yep. I, uh, they scored similar for me, just the flavorness on the... For like mm. flirty tango, I gave a four instead of a five, but that's still high. A four is, is still high. really good. So our winner then is the calm cream and onion flavor. Yep, that one followed a very close second to mm. the flirty tomato tango and trailing far, <laughs> far behind. I don't even think they got off the block. Mm-mm. Is the Max sizzling barbecue flavor? Whoa, yeah. Overall, this is like a good little find that you got. I know. I'm going to keep looking there and see what else I can find. You know, uh, one of my friends also told me that checking out Winners and Home Sense because they have oh, those random totally. brands and flavors near the checkout mm. aisle. So All right. check that out too. Yeah. Yeah, this there's is awesome. there's no shortage of chips <laughs> to rate and review. Oh, you guys, we have lots of ideas. Yeah, I think I think we know what episode four is gonna be. Ooh, stay tuned. <laughs> okay, guys, this was fun. This was fun. Um, oh, yeah. To wrap no, up, we, I don't. We yeah. have a question. Okay, I was thinking. It just came to me today. I wanted us to discuss. The most creative recipe that you have used chips in. Okay, me first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you first. Okay, so the most creative way I've used chips in a recipe is putting them on top of a casserole mm-hmm. and, like, baking it in the oven, and you get, like, a good, crunchy topping. Do you use Miss, v- Miss Vicky's? I don't think I've ever used Miss Vicky's okay. because... That almost seems like a sin because <laughs> Miss Vicky's are just the best chips and should be enjoyed just as Miss Vicky's. They but so I've good. you can basically use any chip you have. You know, if you have like Do you use plain? 
Well, I've used all sorts, actually. I've used okay. plain. I've used, I think, cheddar. Mm. And, like, all dressed. Ooh. Like, a flavor is sometimes interesting because yeah. it gives it a, obviously, like, more of a flavor yeah. than a plain. But um, mm. just having the crunchy topping on a casserole or any kind of, like, baked dish in the yeah. oven is delicious. That does sound really good. Yeah. Mine is probably tons of people already do this and know, but... I like to put Doritos in Southwest salads or like taco salads or whatever. So it doesn't matter. Sometimes I'll do like a baked, like, you know, refried beans and like with a salad and then crushed Doritos. And then do you have a flavor that you use for that? Just the regular nacho cheese. cheese. Yep. And I find like sometimes I would just crush up like the hard taco shells. Yeah. I do that. But the Doritos are way better. Yeah, I learned that more of like a punch. Yes, they do. I learned that from a restaurant I worked at. They would always do that. And I was like, hey, that's a really good idea. That's really smart. I love it. Yeah, it's delicious. I've done it in the past with just like tortilla chips, which is kind of just like Mm -hmm. a hard shell. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the Doritos is a good good option there. Mm -hmm. Fun. If you guys want to chip in and let us know any creative ways you guys have used chips, holler at us because... Everyone can eat more chips in their oh, lives. Oh yeah. Incorporate chips into oh, more yeah. recipes. Maybe we'll have another cookbook like William Kirshner. Oh, yeah. And we can be just as cool as him. Yes. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Hit us up on our Instagram at It's Crunch Time Pod. Email us if you have stuff that you want us to talk about. It's crunchtimepod at gmail.com. Or if you're tight with us, just text us. Phone us, maybe? I don't know. I don't care. Wow, <laughs> phone calls. It's 2020. Do people do that still? <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.